0: Welcome, everyone, to Wine, Weed, and Whispers. Uh, What up, y'all? I'm your host, Taylor. And I'm Cassidy. I'm Cassidy.
1: Nice to see everybody. Well, not see everybody, but talk to y'all again. We're going to see y'all in some point.
0: (laughs) We're figuring
1: it out. Technology is just weird. We're figuring it out, though. We're working on it with getting... Video,
0: yeah, but okay. So let's get into our wine and our weed. So I am drinking horchata today. Oh, I like that. I horchata, I horchata love, though. I love horchata. Yeah. What are you, you make it yourself? No, I actually got it out the, um the liquor store. Oh, okay. Um,
1: I'm uh, smoking a live resin cart. I have I think it's fire alien dough is what it's called.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm yeah, I love live resin. I do.
0: So what's live resin?
1: Um it's to me the way I understand it is it's kind of like a dab without having to do the whole dab rig process.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: like instead of having to get a blowtorch and a dab rig and then you got the little dab scooper and you got to heat it up and then do the thing, it's just I have my pen and I have my little Thing and I just press the button and I'm like, okay, that
0: works. Looks potent
1: and it's actually better on my lungs because it's not like I'm inhaling smoke. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so that's what we're smoking today.
0: What What is it? All right, (laughs) this machaca is like really good.
1: You made a wonderful choice. I love horchata. It's
0: so good. Yeah. I'm really getting into my um what 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 would I call it? My Latin bag. <laughs> Your Latin. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing. Am I getting into my Latin bag lately? What is it called?
1: Your Latin roots? Do you have
0: Latin ancestry? I don't, bro. But whatever reason, I've been listening to the music all week. Now I'm drinking horchata. I just, I don't know. But I mean, I remember
1: I was at a concert and they said, make some noise if you are La Raza. Me and my friends, a native girl, a Samoan and my black ass were like, La Raza, but in spirit. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. We in spirit. We love y'all. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so is it okay to say Latin or should I say Hispanic or I'd say
1: because Hispanic usually applies Spanish ancestry I believe and then Latin is like Central Latin America um
0: yeah so I would say okay so yeah this week I'll be getting into my Latin bag <laughs> so
1: any of our Latinx listeners, let us know. But just know we love y'all. We Black. We just, we, you know, we learn.
0: hmm We do. So, okay. Let's get into our current events. Um, this month is National Yoga Awareness Month. Um, so we will be sharing a few of our favorite poses. My favorite pose for this week is Child's Pose. I just did it mm. earlier. Um, and it's very simple, too. But it's just so... It stretches out all the right places. Like, for me, I need to stretch around, like, my shoulders, my back, that area. And, you know, get a little stretch in my hips, too. So, the child's pose helps with all that. So.
1: I like that. Um Right now, my favorite pose is Happy Cow. Um just that like time to be like on all fours when you're just kind of loosening up your back and like dropping your belly Mm -hmm. curling up like a cat um it's helped my neck a lot so because I do content creation and playing video games for YouTube is fun but like it's tough on my back to sit for like hours um and leaned over and stuff so that's good Mm -hmm. to relieve that tension and some pain
0: That's good. Okay. I've actually never done Happy Cow, I don't believe. So I'm going to write that down. Happy Cow. Okay. You might do it later on. Who knows? It's good for you. Yay! (laughs) So it is also PCOS Awareness Month. Um, And so for all our OG listeners, y'all know I have PCOS. So, um, and I was diagnosed in, like, 2020, like, June of 2020, Um, so I currently have maybe four cysts on my ovaries, but they're, like, really small, so they, huh. told, they told me to take, like, vitamins and whatnot for it, which I've been doing since then, so, and nobody said anything about surgery yet, so I don't know if they're gonna, like, want to take them out or if they're just like ah they're too small we're not even going to do all that whatever um, <laughs> long as I, long as I'm good long as my ovaries are good I'm good um, but for all y'all who have PCOS or have questions about PCOS want to learn more um, I found a few Instagram pages that you all can follow so that you can get a little more up to date on your information when it comes to PCOS so the first one I'm going to share is mine. So is at BlackgirlPCOS. So I actually created my page because I really did not see at the time a lot of black women talking about PCOS. So I made my own page for mm-hmm. us. Uh-huh. And then the next page is the dot uh, Um that's also on Instagram. I just share a lot of um, recipes, you know, things that, because a lot of people think when you go, when you get PCOS, you have to immediately go dairy-free, gluten-free. And I mean, for some people that works, you know, Mm -hmm. but for some people it's like, I could just make healthier choices and that also helps. Yeah. So this, uh, that page helps with that. Um, and then another one, which kind of does the same thing is at smart PCOS choices. Um, now I think they, if I'm not mistaken, they also show like a little bit of, you know, what kind of exercise we do. Me personally, I do more, um, Pilates as well as walking. I walk a lot. Um, hmm. so, cause I know they said like for us, weight like lifting weights and you know, slower movements that's better for us than like trying to run on a treadmill or doing any of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are a few pages. Go follow them.
1: <laughs> Wonderful information. Um, I don't personally have PCOS, but it's nice to know like ways I can support you. So,
0: yeah. Um, people with PCOS tend to have a little bit more anxiety a little bit more depression it hits us harder so mm-hmm. that's why a lot of times like I need reassurance for certain things because I really do question myself a lot a lot of times it's my hormones
1: it's funny how hormones like really affect like our mental health
0: mm-hmm. yeah I get more agitated easily you know in that in turn, can affect our fertility, you know. Whereas mm-hmm. other people, like if they get agitated, or if they get irritable throughout the day, it's like okay, they just got irritable throughout the day. With us, it could have like detrimental um, effects on on our ovaries, our uterus, etc. It's
1: us. <laughs> I did not know that. I'm learning more about it every day. So thank you for being so like open and And spreading the word about it. Um maybe one of these days I'll talk about my own experience, like with vaginismus, which I'm still slowly recovering from, but
0: still slowly. You're doing the stuff.
1: I'm doing the stuff. Um, but like you have also like your story has encouraged me to be more like I need to get in tune with my pussy and my vagina. In the whole system and make sure that she is okay because when she's not okay you're not okay seriously honestly. like your vagina can dictate like if your vagina's not okay you're not okay I can attest to that
0: <laughs> honestly truthfully like and it's such a you know when you grow up like in the church like we did it's such a yeah. tumultuous relationship like <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> oh, I want to be so good with myself but you know, you have all these ideas and these things that were kind of beat into your head about why you shouldn't be. And so,
1: <coughs> sorry, that fire alien oh dope. alien alienated the fire. Oh God! Hey,
0: my mama was picking on you the other day. I was going, Man. To go rec- I was going to go record, <laughs> and she was like, "Tell that girl don't be coughing on that." <laughs> Is your mom Mrs. Brown on the podcast? Yes.
1: Are oh, you talking about the dog?
0: Yes, that's no, but I'm saying that's her. She's Mrs. Brown,
1: yeah. Okay. I'm like, Mrs. Brown, I'm doing my best, okay? It'd be, it'd be hitting me sometimes. And this, I told you, is live
0: resin. That fire alien dough is fire. <laughs> Honestly, my mom wouldn't know like my mom, she at the most does like edibles here and there, but Mm
1: no. (laughs) My mom. She she can't do edibles. My mom hates on me because we does not react well to her, so she teases me. And I always just tell her, like, You're just mad because you can't handle it. She's like,
0: I I am (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I am like their generation is so like to weed you know because at one point they were against it they were like no you shouldn't smoke you shouldn't do these things
1: yeah like it was like a you smoke weed like you was like ain't shit if you were a stoner Mm -hmm. or you were a burnout you know they called you like a burnout if you were a stoner back then now everybody like this world is difficult you would smoke some weed I like to think that Cat Williams has a big part of that
0: (laughs) honestly I do feel like that because he was like their what Kevin Hart is to us now, you yeah, know? and and so I feel like he did have a big part in that because he made it cool. Like he was like, "Listen, at some point you gotta say fuck it." Like, <laughs> and the way he get thanks. this. <laughs> I got candles.
1: I've been waiting to burn in this bitch. <laughs> right. Listen, but. I ain't gonna lie. Like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I don't really need it. Now, I mean, and that's the things people say, like, you don't need it. And I'm like, do I need it? No. Um, But it helps a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And listen, when you're trying to get your anxiety down, especially if you got PCOS, girl. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Evan.
1: I will saying bye to my stepdad. Sorry, y'all.
0: Oh, bye. but
1: But seriously like I have really bad anxiety and yes I take medication but also my medication is for nighttime
0: yeah so I can
1: sleep you know if I'm having a panic attack in the daytime like so I don't take a nap I just kind of go to my room and take a little puff and then I'm like okay let's get back out there
0: (laughs) yeah like a lot of people talk about like how we will make them paranoid and I mean I've had those moments here and there but like for somebody who has anxiety the way that I do weed, mm-hmm. weed helps me to straighten out my train of thought like yes it's it yes. been like you know swirling around everywhere I'm trying to catch a thought it's going from one place to another I smoke weed and it's like now it's a straight line you know
1: listen I was having a crises last night crises. Talk about <laughs> but we ain't gonna talk talk about it, but I was having a crisis and I I smoked a little bit and then I was like, girl, you're fine. Like, you're literally a normal human being. I'm like, you wanna be so, like, and you wanna be crazy so bad, you're fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and yeah, I'm sorry, like I had a Cat Williams, fuck them goddamn lights.
0: (laughs) You gotta have a moment like that, like, girl, I have a few moments like that in Florida. Like, I was just like, man, I'm sick of it. Like, I'm just smoke, stand on my balcony. The moon's out, perfect and shit. Like,
1: Mm -hmm. let me turn my music on, look at myself. Girl, you fine as hell. Don't even worry about it. Right. I
0: was in that mirror, like, damn.
1: (laughs) Bitch is sexy. Look at me. (laughs) The glow up was real. Like, I was like, man, if I could go back to high school, me, I'd be like, don't even worry about it. Just sit tight. All right. I got this.
0: (laughs) And speaking of that, too, like, I think with, you know, something like PCOS comes a lot of body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized that because I'm like, I look at pictures from high school today and I'm like, at that point in time, I still had issues with my body and I'm like, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, what the fuck did I think was wrong? Because, right, like, listen, fine as hell. You know what I'm like? yeah. saying? <laughs> I was like, what was I thinking? But I had issues and I'm like, I think when I looked in the mirror, I saw something different. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, and even now, like, you know, that I'm so serious about my workouts, my yoga, et cetera. And people see my body now and you know they'll make like really nice comments. They're like, you look amazing. Like you look great. You looking good. What are you doing? People asking for my workouts. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all looking at that y'all want my workouts? Like, but I feel like I'm not seeing what everybody else is seeing. Same. And I feel like it's a little bit of body dysmorphia there.
1: No, I completely get it. Like it's weird to me sometimes too when people like I had a friend of mine um we were talking about dating um and he was saying like girl we're both hot like he looked at me said girl please like you're hot and I'm like thank you like it just felt good because I don't be looking in the mirror and being like damn I'm sexy like I'd be like all right you cool get out there but like when somebody looks at me like you know i had like somebody say to me like you're single i'm like yeah they're like i can't believe you single <laughs> and i was like thank you <laughs> like you <laughs> just made me feel like thank you right like thank you for that like it's just nice cause i i feel like that body dysmorphia too. like i look at myself and i'm like er like mm-hmm. i should have like i can i don't have a v cut like i don't know I don't have the... I feel like I don't have, like, the Instagram pretty look. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's why I tell people, like, no, Instagram really is part of your mental health because here I am an adult, and I'd be like, yeah, but I'm not like those Instagram girls. But it's like... I feel, I feel like that, too. But I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm like, I look like a regular person. Like, I'm a re- I'm a regular person, like... What do you want me to do? And it's just nice, like, when you were just like, hey, like, I'm, I don't, I I, I may not be
0: able to contour, but I got (laughs) Riz. That's one thing I really need to learn. I need to learn how to do my makeup. It's ridiculous. I'm so lazy.
1: I'm so lazy. I really am. Like, people are like, you're a femme lesbian. I'm like, believe it or not, there is a femme inside of me. But I just am like, I don't feel like putting on makeup today. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't feel like coordinating an outfit when I have cargo pants that are comfy and they're right there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I was watching the Fresh Prince earlier today, and it's, like, the part where he's going to college and stuff, and so, like, one of the girls is walking to class, and she got on, like, this dress, and it's cute, and her hair is nice. I'm like, oh, bitch, I know this is a show, because who the fuck was going to class No. no No,
1: people was by like the freshmen come to class cute you can tell who's a freshman versus who been there like the college seniors are the ones who got their hair in a messy bun they got on flannel pajama pants
0: girl please I was a freshman walking to school in gym shorts and a t-shirt like bitch I was already tired because I'm like bitch I just came straight from high school and I was tired then too like for three of the four years of high school I was in sweatpants a hoodie no bra <laughs> I mean senior year I was
1: in a t-shirt and some jeans and some ASICs and I wish nobody would say something to me mm-hmm. I was be- going on two hours of sleep a day
0: girl and they was sitting up here trying to tell us like oh tights is out of um, dress code now girl are to wear sweatpants and tights I dared him to say something like bitch cause what cause I'm comfy
1: look people mad at yoga pants I'm like look yoga pants are comfortable even now I don't I threw out all my jeans I don't have a single pair of regular denim jeans I have jeggings I have jeggings because I was just got to a point where I was like this is constricting this is not comfortable Like I remember as a kid I was like where are the jeans I need a pair of jeans now I'm like
0: jeans oh no jeans jeans pissed me off because the thing about jeans they, they gonna fit this week and five weeks later all not of gonna sudden they're a, a little tight or whatever the fuck is going on. Like it it was just too much. And like I said, I've always had a little bit of like body dysmorphia and also just self esteem issues, body image issues. And so like every time school would come around and like I gotta buy up a new size of clothes, like that used to hurt my feelings. I used to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. So and jeans was a part of that. <laughs> yeah. I got an
1: issue with jeans <laughs> yeah people be like you wear jeggings I'm like cause I know I'ma fit these jeggings after every wash that's why mm-hmm. even if I gain a little extra I know I'ma be able to squeeze into these
0: exactly Nobody I'm like
1: hell that. lifting weights causes uh growth shoot I'd be like this be I'm like mm, my booty is capital ping today interesting stop <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you don't turn around and got a capital P, I can't talk to you. Well, you got to know about the booty cuff. <laughs> I think you got a little cuff It's cute. I like my cuff. I do. I like my booty cuff. <laughs> okay. Well, Show me something um, natural, like ass, with some stretch. I got stretch marks. The ass got stretch marks.
0: I got stretch marks everywhere. I didn't even really notice it until I started to notice the stretch marks on my boobs. I think mm-hmm. I, was like, I got stretch marks on my boobs. And I started looking everywhere. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like they're everywhere. Damn, girl.
1: These hips.
0: Woo. Got- then I got a wax. I had got a wax this one day, and I was like, "What the fuck are those?" Girl, I got stretch marks on my vagina. For real yeah it it wasn't that me, but they were there girl I was like who in the fuck but I was appalled I was very appalled
1: (laughs) I I didn't know you could get vulva stretch marks like I'm over here thinking to myself like hmm
0: it was like at the top like top like the lips are fine it's just the top area like I was like what in the world is it because I thought I had like a rash of some sort then I oh closer. no yeah I look closer I'm like oh that's
1: what that is <laughs> you know that's part of my favorite part especially being gay because like I, one of my favorite things is being like so that's what yours looks like how pretty yeah. okay let's get to work like but I seriously will take a moment just to be like hmm you're so pretty okay yeah I genuinely think the vagina is beautiful. Like I love. Like I think that I have. I think every vagina is beautiful. I do.
0: For real. And to all you women out there who got gray hairs on your vagina, I just (laughs) want to say you got a wise coochie, okay? And you better, you better love that.
1: I'm gonna hold my tongue because Taylor already know I got that dog in me.
0: You sit your ass down. You always. (laughs) Always, oh, <laughs> trust me, I'm, I'm stifling compliments right now, that's what I'm stifling. But I, she, she just she a dog, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Taylor. Yeah, she, I'm the friend that Taylor, Taylor has to, to go, so ma'am. So <laughs> no,
0: yeah, I do,
1: Taylor. Know I love older women.
0: I'm just like uh uh-uh, log out, log out, sweetie.
1: Like everybody got to <laughs> keep me away. People got to keep me away from the, from the like the 35 and up crowd. People got to be like, come here, Cassidy.
0: <laughs> wrong with her. like, come it. here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that lady is minding her business. Come here.
0: It's crazy because like the other day I was talking to my friend on the phone and I was like, girl, like you, cause she what a year older than me. And Mm so she was like, yeah, I'm talking to this guy, like she really likes him, whatever. He's like 41. I'm like, you don't feel like that's old? And she was like, I'm about to be 30. I was like, yeah, I get it, you know. And then I thought about it. I was like, damn, I am like about to be 28. Should I date people like that? But I'm like, for me, anything over five years, I can't fuck with it. Like, you can't be more than five years older than me. Because what are your motives? You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I still think, even though I'm older, like, I still think it's predatory. Mm. I
1: don't know why. (laughs) I guess um, this is my thing, is that I tell people I'm like, I'm an older soul. Like, I was an only child growing up, so I grew up around people 35 and plus. Like, I was raised around my grandmother and her sister who were in their 60s and 70s, you know. So I just, I've always been around older people. And so I'm, and I know it sounds cringy to say out loud, but I really do feel, like, older mentally. Okay. You know, and I had to grow, and my dad parentified me as a child. So I've been kind of 30 years old for a long time. Because I was expected to handle shit with the rest of the adults. And there was no, I'm a kid, fuck you. Handle it. People
0: say you got an old soul. Usually traumatized in a motherfucking
1: like <laughs> right? But it's the thing where I'm like, I can't go back. Like I talked to my therapist. My therapist even said, Nah, you're like 47 going on 27. Yeah, you know, back when I was like before my birthday, and I'm 28, and I'm sure she'd be like, No, like I can see it, like, cause she even understands, like, yeah. And I'm like, I can't go backwards. Like I don't like people who act 28. <laughs>
0: I feel like, been... like people who are 28, I feel like they be acting like they're 23. Like, I don't feel like I don't like people who act 28, because I'm like, acting 28 to me is just, you know, acting 28. But I feel like some people don't act 28, they act younger. And I hope that I
1: act, I hope that I'd act 28 or older, you know, because a lot of people say, like, you're 28. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I thought you were older. And I'm like, do I look at it? They're like, no, it's the way you act. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's good.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because the thing about you is, like, you're very authentic to who you are, and you're not, you don't put on a mask, and to be honest, that's why we relate. Because (laughs) I think that's, that's what I view as immaturity. Like, when you're still putting on masks in close relationships, like, it's time out for that. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, or mm-hmm. people pleasing? Like, to me, that's acting younger. Because I'm like, at some point, bitch, you gotta stop giving a fuck. Like, what is your problem?
1: You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I've been broken up with for being myself, and all I did in retaliation is be myself harder. Basically. Like, you're a weirdo for watching anime. I think right after, I was like, let's turn on some One Piece. Because it's just like, You're not taking this from me. I'm not going to feel bad for being who I am. I'm not going to feel bad for liking me. I'm not going to feel bad because I know my humor is unhinged, but the people that get my humor love it.
0: I feel like younger me stifled who I was for other people. Yeah. You know, like to be in relationships or to be in friendships with certain people. Yeah. Like I'll watch like those coming of age dramas now. And they're all like, you know, I got to act a certain way to be in this certain group. And my ass, my I'm just like, man, fuck that group. Like, take your weird ass over here and be weird without these people.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, t- I tell my students all the time. They're like, I just don't fit anywhere. And I said, you know what? Don't worry about it because you will find your people. I'm like, it takes time. It takes patience. But you keep being who you are. you're going to find the right people and I found the right people and I am 100%
0: myself. Yep.
1: Because I've been that... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Taylor.
0: Oh, go ahead.
1: I've been in friendships where I felt like I had to be a certain thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Being extroverted when I know my ass is introverted. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm not a partier and, like, when people are, like, super into going to the club and shit like... And it's the thing where it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that I'm like, maybe our friendship might not work because I'm not going to the club. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. If it's gonna be 20 plus people there, I don't want to go. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Invite me to the shit where like, you and a few couple other friends is we having a little kickback and we might have a couple joints in the rotation, but like, that's it. I can't do the big old kickbacks. Um, mm-hmm. But i remember forcing myself to do that. And I just, yeah, like, it's like when I stopped doing it and I started being myself, like, I've had friendships that fell apart or just died out because of it. But it's a thing where it's like, I still care about you. I still love you. We just, we run in two different circles. Like, we just, we are into two different things. We're into different shit. Um, but I just, I feel more at peace having a smaller group being who I am than having a bigger group trying to
0: just fit in somewhere. Yeah, because like the way I see it is like authenticity is maturity to me. There is no certain way people act when they're mature or when they're wise. Like to me, when you are unapologetically you, that's mature, you know? And so to me, like like people will look at certain, you know, people like Nina Simone or even people like Tupac and be like oh they were so angry and they were so this and they were so that but they were authentic to who they were yeah you know and people people loved them for it or they hated them for it it really was no in between like you you can never really walk up to somebody ask them about somebody like Tupac and, and think you just gonna get a regular old reaction like yeah they, they either hate the fuck out of him or they love him yeah know? and I feel like that's that's what authenticity brings like people either love you or they're gonna hate your guts for being who you are but either way you know that is when you know you've reached you know that level of maturity and wisdom
1: yeah and that's why i hate in dating world how people be like y'all always with this bullshit-ass accept me for who I am, but I'm like, y'all be taking it the most negative way, and it's like, y'all be telling people not to be themselves. Like, I don't believe in that whole, we in a relationship now, so the stuff that you used to love to do needs to go away. Why? That's why you fell in love with me in the first place.
0: (laughs) Honestly. But, you know, I, I kind of provide that environment though, where somebody, if they do get that close to me, like where we're Fucking with each other like that they can be themselves Mm
1: -hmm. and a lot
0: of people have not had that space before and so for a lot of people even though it's somewhere where they can be themselves and they can be comfortable it scares them yeah so that's why like a lot of times my shit don't last long because a motherfucker's like hold on i'm comfortable as fuck over here let me (laughs) or i'm i'm authentic as fuck not comfortable as fuck but yeah like you you being your true self around me and you get scared. People do get scared of that.
1: Yeah. I think as I've experienced like consistently being my true self, like I don't know. Like if people have gotten upset by it, like, oh, this is actually who you are. And I'm like, Yeah, why are you mad? I this never this was who I was from day one. Why are you upset? I told you who I was. Why are you mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you upset? That I am who I am. Like, I, had a, I was in a relationship where she was shocked that I was an actual nerd, that I was a gamer, that I was a geek. Like, she was like, oh, like, you really into this? And I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. You said the same thing. Why are you upset?
0: <laughs> because, like, I don't know. I feel like people come up with, like, scripts yeah okay this is who I am and I'm just gonna tell people this and you know me too yeah oh my god me too and
1: that's the thing is that I've dated the women who I'm being dead ass when I say I like anime I like video games I like horror I love movies I mean that shit and I've had women who agreed to kind of like get to know me and then I found out you lied basically like you fake ass you don't like none of this shit
0: girl same thing when I meet niggas who be like oh I love reading just cause I say I like reading but then you get to talking to them and you realize these motherfuckers don't read <laughs> no, let me say something you cannot lie about being a reader that's the one thing you cannot
1: lie about <laughs> don't lie about this the thing two things you can't lie about don't lie about being a geek don't lie about being a reader you will get caught.
0: Seriously. Quickly. You will get caught. Because I'm like, bitch, I could tell you done read for real. If You really educated. Like, because I could tell how somebody sound when they done read books versus how somebody sound when they on Twitter all day. Or they watching YouTube all day. You know. Or
1: they watching, they on the wrong side of TikTok. They on conspiracy theory, TikTok.
0: Yeah. You know. And so I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm good off that. You know, <laughs> like yeah, my favorite thing to tell people is read, fucking read. <laughs> Y'all do need to read. I was watching. Well, I be I be watching um or listening to um. Well, it's a podcast. The crew has it from uh. It's it's uh Tariq and Brayden from Power, and they have their own podcast. It's cute and um. They had Kane up there one time and he said something along the lines of like the real game is in the books. And I'm like, it fucking exactly. Like <laughs> the game I is in the really books. Switch. The real game. It's in the books, bitch. It ain't gonna be in no motherfucking think piece on Twitter. It ain't gonna be, a you know, video on YouTube. The game is in the books, bitch. You need to read. Telling you.
1: I, I love saying to people all the time like because I research you just believe everything you on, you read on the internet. I'm like motherfucker you believe everything you read on the internet. I'm like that's why you up here thinking that the vaccine got uh, Marvel style Iron Man micro nanobots going through your system right now because <laughs> you don't fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> no this girl said that on Twitter like I read it. she said they be telling you in the movies I'm like girl ain't nobody got no damn nanobots that they're just injecting everybody with that's stupid
0: my thing with the vaccine and this is all I'm gonna say about it but my thing with the vaccine is like y'all y'all gotta think about it if this was like some market abuse some bullshit they trying to control us with like it really wasn't as successful as you would think it would be you know what I'm saying like a whole lot of people didn't get vaccinated. you know so yeah. so I'm like for me I'm like if there was a way for them to try and like get to us like that they're not going to use something like a vaccine that they know people are going to object to. They're going to use something that we always use. Yeah. That we don't, that we don't question.
1: A fucking, <laughs> phone? a fucking phone? A phone, people? <laughs> I keep telling people. <laughs> Do you have a smartphone? Yes, then you're done. You're done. You're done
0: for. We're like, all it's done. Over.
1: It's already done. We all have a smartphone. Your How food? many times have you thought of something in your algorithm brought it.
0: The food you eat, nigga?
1: Like, can we please like that's why I was just like
0: <sighs> like it could be all a whole plethora of things, but I promise you it ain't that vaccine. I'm I like whoever that
1: not. whoever the Antichrist is, it's gonna be light work for them. That's all I'ma say. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna
0: be light work. <laughs> Cause I'm like y'all dumb as hell. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna be nothing that's like obvious to us like you gotta think about it the government and i know we're getting back into our conspiracy theory bag but, but listen I, you gotta think about it the government they're always like 10 steps ahead of us like we yes. don't get shit until they have it for like 10 years like how long did they have the internet before we had access to it like <sighs> come on now <laughs>
1: seriously so like we're not gonna see them coming you know <laughs> they're just now declassifying shit, after, way after we already stuff that we was like, oh, they already did it. Like MK Ultra, talking about mind control. I'm like, they did MK Ultra to turn people into super weapons. Like you say, pineapple, thirty two X xylophone, zebra, twenty two niner niner. That person's gonna fucking turn Walgreens into a freaking bloodbath. Oh
0: my god. <laughs>
1: probably not as egregious, but it's, seriously, when you look up MK Ultra, it's like, there's, we don't need to worry about nanobots in a vaccine. Like, they've been doing some fucked up shit since, for a long time.
0: And mad, <laughs> mad calculated too.
1: Yeah, like, can we, can we please? <laughs> so,
0: there's that. <laughs> but that's all I'll say about Read, that. y'all. Just read. Read and understand that these motherfuckers, we're not gonna see them coming. Like, mm so anyways, it is also Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So um, here are a few resources. You can call or text 988. And also you can go to 988lifeline.org for more resources. Um, and just, you know, if you have a relationship with anybody, you know, family, relationship, friendship, romantic whatever like y'all need to just habitually check on each other like don't wait till yes. like oh they have like a some type of crisis and it's like okay now I need to check on them more like let's just yeah. make it a habit we got to make it a habit to genuinely check on each other like if you ain't got the space nigga just chill
1: <laughs> seriously like I don't know and sometimes your intuition will tell you when you need to just text somebody like yeah yes I've, seriously like my, My one best friend, we've been friends for over 10 years and like sometimes we'll both just have a gut feeling like I need to call her and I'll call and she'll be like, girl, I've been going through it. I'll be like, girl, I just been in a place. and We both have said to each other at one point or another, I had a feeling I needed to call you. Mm -hmm. So if you have a feeling with a person that you haven't checked on in a while, just text them and say, hey, what's up? You don't know because I've had people where I was feeling I was in a dark place and I was like. Wouldn't nobody miss me if I wasn't here. And I had a random friend from college text me just to say, hey, I just want you to know, like, I miss you and I love you. And I thank you for being a part of my memories. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stick around. I matter to way more people than I probably even realize or think about often enough. Because the thing about it is, is like, I feel like, you know, you're loved, but it just gets muddled out by all the negative and the darkness that you're in. Because I'm like, I know my mama loves me. I know my grandma loves me. My aunts love me. But like when I get in that place, sometimes it's just a random person just to remind you just how big your circle might actually be can -hmm. change everything.
0: Yeah, I have a friend like that as well. We literally pop up on each other's mind at the same time. and It's just, you know, one person will beat the other one to the punch, basically, you know, our texting and stuff like that. But we always be thinking about each other at the same time. I feel like we low-key telepathic.
1: <laughs> I feel like you get to a point with certain people. Like, me and me and my bestie, like, we've, be, I've known her since I was 11 years old. We've been friends since we were 16. But we've literally grown up together. Like, we went to middle school and high school together. Yeah, that's how me and my friend is. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's just you linked in with some people after so long. Like, it's just like, I already know. Yep. And we're the same kind of Leo, me and her.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, actually, the free that I'm talking about, she's a Leo as
1: well. It's oh. yeah. yeah, we're the same kind of Leo. Not like look at me, look at me, but like kind of like if we need to make a decision and y'all taking too long, we'll make the executive decision. I've been Basically, that person. Basically,
0: yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, so what
1: we're going to do is we're going to go do this. All right, all right, let's go.
0: it always works
1: it works every time
0: (laughs) oh yeah just just make it a habit to check on people you know just generally like because a lot of people ain't gonna tell me like I I know me I definitely struggle with just being like you know I'm not really doing fine. like fuck, fuck everything my nerves is bad like no I'm not gonna tell you so check on people
1: I, const- I constantly feel like I'm a burden I won't even bullshit you like this is me being 100% authentic like I feel like a burden all the time and I have to thank goodness for friends like Taylor and my other friends who are like you're not a burden we love you and I'm like are you sure I know I'm blo- I'm like I know I'm broken
0: I'm
1: crying. everybody's like god damn it heffa we love you stop it <laughs>
0: No, I could I'd do the same thing. I'd be thinking of a bird in the people. That's why I don't say nothing. I'd be thinking of a bird.
1: I'd be wanting to pop you sometimes, but I'm the same way. So, are mm-hmm. you like
0: Taylor? Oh my god. So, y'all see that? We, and I'm pretty sure we not the only ones who think like that. So, for real, check all your yeah. friends, all your friends, all your family. You know, big, mm-hmm. big mama need love too. Y'all always going to just, big mama house and not even, y'all don't even check on her see how she's doing. You just asking for some greens and shit. Go check on big mama.
1: Sometimes I'll just text my gr- my grandma. Hey, I, got, I had a dream about her and I texted her. Grandma, I had a dream about you. She said, I hope it was a good one. I was like, of course. And I she texted my mama later um, how we had a pleasant little conversation today. Mm-hmm. So, just t- check on your big mama. Even if you just talk for five minutes or just one minute, even just say, Hey, big mama, grandma, I love you. You might make that lady's day. Seriously. Yep.
0: And tomorrow's grandparents' day. So, y'all ain't got no excuse.
1: Oh, I got to go see her then. I got to go see my grandma then.
0: <laughs> That's my
1: bestie. She almost had me breaking down in Gracia House this birthday. She's talking about, You were the love of my life. I was like, Aww, Listen here, lady. Aww. I don't have time for this. That is so
0: sweet. <laughs> don't do this. Hey. Too sweet.
1: I love that. Yeah, you were the love of my life. I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. about to break down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: my grandma, my best friend. my gangster. I love grandmas are the best. hmm And they got all the tea. And
1: the best, oh my God. Some of my best comebacks have come from my grandma. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, we say check on everybody. That includes your your big mama, grandma, granddad, your favorite ex, auntie, favorite auntie, favorite uncle, your drunk your best friend cousin, your drunk uncle, you know, whoever. Why
1: the drunk uncle low key be the, be like the actually the most protective uncle though? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, why is it the drunk uncle that's always the first one that will fight for the nieces and nephews? <laughs> he don't give no fucks, that's why. <laughs> don't let him drive you anywhere, but if something needs to be handled, he gonna handle it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then get another 40 ounce. i Are they still drinking 40s? Do people
0: still drink 40 ounces? I think. Possibly. I mean if people still smoking 40s. blacks, I definitely think they drink
1: their forties. I used to drink forties.
0: I've never had a forty. My mama called me a nigga for that. She said you isn't. Yeah, a nigga. you you was definitely nigger
1: and like you you was a whole nigga. No, I had like uh what is it? What is that damn brand? Old what is it called? An old five hundred or something like that? That's the one they was drinking in Boys in the Hood for show. I have I've had a Colt forty five. That's crazy as hell.
0: Damn. So I, I is- only know the thong. I don't even know what a Colt forty five looked like. Oh
1: god damn it. I am a nigger. I'm a
0: nigger. You is a nigga
1: I've yeah, I've had a forty ounce. I've had two I've had yeah, I used to drink forty ounces. Didn't My you? mom looked at me with so much judgment too. Yeah.
0: But you might she did. It she said,
1: you real nigga <laughs>
0: you my nigga though if you were any bigger you'd be my bigger nigga
1: (laughs) yeah I thought every now and then I'll have moments where I'm like Nah, I'm a nigga (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I ain't even that black I'm like that's that's kind of black that's pretty black (laughs) yeah that's real nigga-ish that's a nigga (laughs) moment (laughs) definitely a
0: nigga moment we all have a, all right. I feel like just like people have stuff that'll get their black card taken away I feel like we all do stuff that's like real nigga like but
1: not <laughs> even black card taken away it's like here's a sticker slap it on your
0: forehead
1: listen mm-hmm. like we need to talk about um here's your black placard actually
0: <laughs> right like what's what's really going on what do I do that's like super black?
1: Let me see. <laughs> Something Taylor does that's super black. Uh, Honestly, Taylor, your love for brunch and mimosas—that
0: is black as hell, though. Yeah, I'm not you kidding. know we—you sell plates You sold plates too. I did. I sold plates. If
1: you sold plates, like yeah,
0: I sold plates of fish too. That's, yeah, that's black.
1: Oh, Taylor. she doing a fish fry I'm like get out of here I got the forty at the fish fry so we both in the same we still in the same area
0: we be at the same cookout that's the thing (laughs) No, I was watching some more the other day some more was like black folks don't protest on no Tuesday she was like no bitch we gonna get hyped up on Friday protest and Tear shit up on Saturday, calm down on Sunday, then go back to work on Monday. Because I these bills are not gonna pay themselves now, We we gotta Baby. be able to do both. She got my
1: ass. I was like, Yep, that's me. I look, I'm gonna be in a few of these scholastic Macmillan McGraw books one of these days, and my grandkids gonna be like, Grandma, I'm gonna be like, Oh hell, that sure was me downtown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but I was at work on Monday. Hell yeah sure was I'll tell the kids yeah. protest on Saturday and then bring your ass to school on Monday Mhm. yeah I, I've
0: never protested during the week so I can't afford to
1: be, look look I can't be up all night I, I gotta you know shit gotta get done we get tired all right you didn't see nobody 80 at the damn riots
0: We saw some old folks, though. I ain't gonna care. (laughs) But to a certain extent. Especially at the women's march. They'll be up there with their one sign. I can't believe I still gotta tell y'all this shit. (laughs) Them the people that are my favorite,
1: because I am like, nah, for real, y'all insulting this lady, because what do you mean? She was doing this when she was young and she still gotta do it. That's how I'm Mm -hmm. gonna feel low-key, though. Yeah, I'll
0: be pissed off, like. I, but I bet you that's how they feel, though, like, having to get back out there and protest, like, taking away abortion rights and stuff like that. You know, so many years later, after Roe v. Wade, like, you're like, damn, nigga, like, y'all still trying to take this shit away? Like, what's wrong with y'all? Look, when we were in a
1: restaurant and my grandma pointed to a bar counter at this old-ass casino in Las Vegas. And she said, you know, I couldn't sit there 50 years ago. Oh, my gosh and I'm up here looking at her like and, and I'm sitting here like here I am sitting in a part of a dining section that 50 plus years ago I would not have been allowed to sit at with my grandma mm-hmm. and that's why I was just like y'all talking about it's way back then I'm like I'm living with somebody who lived in Jim Crow thank you like her and her best she told me how her and her best friend Miss Benny may she rest in peace that's why I'm so big about my friendships because my grandma taught me how important friendships are she said her and her friend Miss Benny watched each other's back to use the whites only restroom because the black because the colors only restroom was so nasty so they watched out for each other one at a time for each other to take the whites only restroom yeah
0: because the thing is segregation wouldn't have been a problem if y'all wasn't making it so miserable like why we gotta have a dirty bathroom
1: (laughs) the Tulsa massacre is like segregation is fine but you can't come and tear our shit up though
0: yeah, like, just, if, y- if y'all would have been, like, segregated and left us the fuck alone, we probably wouldn't even care if they were segregated that much.
1: That's the thing, is that segregation, but you also came and busted our shit up. You couldn't just leave folk alone. You had to come mm-hmm. into the segregated neighborhoods and be like, let's fuck their shit up. Let's burn their house down. Let's bomb their churches. Yeah,
0: like, if they're, right now, it was like, restaurants right. with right? white only sections and then colored sections and you know they was the same amount of clean they received the same amount of service i'm fine with that as long as you leave me to fuck alone you know <laughs> just don't bother me
1: i mean and it's a thing too because it's like we are in an integra- we grew up in an integrated world we did and it's like i can't imagine being confined you know, I'm like, what would this world look like if we still were segregated, you know?
0: I know, because um, I grew up in a, a small town where there are like three major schools, and um, well, really three schools only, and then there's a private school. So, um, school district. But anyway, mm-hmm. so, basically, I think it. we all at one point used to have segregated crimes. But as I was getting up to high school and I was getting close to prom, one of them, it wasn't mine, but I forgot it was one of them that still had segregated prom. Wow. Yeah. Because you,
1: you grew up in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what part of Georgia though, did you grow up in?
0: Middle Georgia, It's like uh, two hours south of Atlanta.
1: Okay. So I'm like, I know not Atlanta, Atlanta, but I knew you grew up outside of Atlanta.
0: Mm-hmm. I grew up two hours south of Atlanta in a small town. A lot of people would call it the country, but, like, I've been to the country, so I don't call it the country, but... I don't think people
1: know what country is.
0: You don't, unless you, like, grow up in it, and you know, like, the difference between, you know, certain areas. Like, of course, like, people call where I'm from, like, a town, and that's fine, but... To call it the country. I'm like, y'all ain't been to the country. Cause girl, when I tell you I ain't stepped foot on a damn farm until I was grown. <laughs> Look. And it was an exhibit.
1: <laughs> Look, my friend had her wedding out in Nevada, Texas. And I remember being out there and I was like, Dor- I was like, we ain't in Kansas anymore, Cass, because I'm from Las Vegas. Okay. I was born and raised Ooh. in Las Vegas. So, I'm used to the city. Like, I go to cities, and I, I'm i fine. Like, if I went, I've been to Philly, I've been to New York, loved it all. L.A., loved it all. If you send me to the country, I'll be, I'm like, oh, shit, what are the rules here?
0: Yeah. Like, I and the thing about it is, like, I, I know the difference. You know, like, I, I've been to the city. I've been to New York. I've lived in Vegas. I've been to L.A. So, I know that there's a stark difference between that stark. and where I'm from. <laughs> But at the same time, like, this is not the country just yet. You gotta go a little far out, see a few more dirt roads, <laughs> and then you gonna get to the country for real. You know, like, I'm like, this still, even seeing all that, I'm like, this still ain't the country. I'm telling y'all, y'all ain't been to the country yet. But, it's it's a difference though. yeah. hmm all right. Well, I do want to start a small segment of um, just let y'all know what my monthly book is because I finally finished this book. It was big as fuck, so I was like, oh, I don't know when I'm gonna finish this book, but I finally finished it. So now I'm gonna start back doing what I do, reading one book every month. So the book I that I'm it. reading, yeah, the book that I'm reading this month is um, "What Happened, Miss Simone" by Alan Light. And this book is about Nina Simone. It's a, it's a biography of her. Um, so, I love it so far. So now, let's get into our summer survival tips. It's still the summertime until September the 23rd, so we got to give y'all some tips to design general So.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in Halloween mode, but.
0: She sure is. It's spooky season over
1: there, girl. I'm. I'm. It's Halloween for me. Like I just got my ticket for horror. My plane ticket to go to California for horror nights. I'm I counting the days, girl. <laughs> listen, Taylor and anybody else who is my circle knows Cassidy loves Halloween.
0: <laughs> I don't see the reason I don't get into it till about like the first of October. Is because my birthday is at the end of this month, so. I'm still, like, in preparing for birthday mode type shit. Like, I don't I don't care about nothing else about our birthday until I get there. And then once I get past my birthday, then it's like, okay, now nah, it's spooky season.
1: You know? <laughs> Which is fair. Like, I'd be like, it's Halloween and Taylor's birthday season. hmm But okay. I'm like, Taylor, I'm gonna get spooky for your birthday.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's how that goes. So, my summer survival tip is Um, Y'all always call ahead, always call ahead, set reservations, any chance you can, like I'm telling y'all, it is way too hot for lines, like I, ain't nobody trying to do that, yeah, I I, I can't stress it enough, birthday dinners, regular dinners, pool parties, whatever, if you can get a reservation, if you can call ahead, please do that,
1: for real, never assume it's gonna be empty, because let me tell you something. Assume everybody else had the same idea that you did. hmm So, yeah. That's exactly what you do. All right, what's your summer survival tip? So my summer survival tip is that because the summer is winding down, um, start planning ahead. If you're going to take any trips, start buying your tickets now. And I say this because as someone who is planning trips, like I already have a ticket for October shit. I already got, I'm about to get my shit for our tickets now, like, just start, like, taking the time, like, tap your loose ends during the summer, like, just kind of get your mind ready, like, the fun doesn't have to stop because summer is about to end, we're at the end of summer, you can still have fun, so mm-hmm. just now be like, alright, what are we gonna do now, so like I said, I'm going to horror nights, Um, you know, Whatever it is, maybe you're going to take a cruise to go somewhere warmer at some point this fall. So I would just say, like, don't let the fun stop. Still think about, all right, well, how do we have a hot girl fall?
0: Basically. (laughs) Okay. So now that we got that done, um, who did you want to smoke with this week?
1: I want to smoke with Megan Stallion. Yes, yeah. I just feel <laughs> like it would be such a fun like time with my bed like I just feel like she we would laugh so much. much like I feel like she like would be working work and, like, work and I would be like... like are you gonna help roll or are you gonna keep twerking
0: she gonna keep twerking
1: I'm gonna but be I'm like here. multitask
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I can see myself she like
1: I have a blunt. I have a. I have a blunt roller. I don't do that shit. Um, and or I use a bong. I feel like I could just see me doing bong rips and then just having her like twerk, and I'd be like, yeah. And then I'm just recording for her. Basically, I
0: feel I just like, like you, gonna high. you gonna be a high ass. You gonna be a high ass parent. A high you know, ass what? A high ass parent. Like you gonna be on Mars at a PTL meeting?
1: I mean, <sighs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up cheryl we're trying to go home
0: right i always bringing up something else leave me alone i don't know if i really can last in a PPO meeting like how long is this shit i got I'm gonna, dinner to make look
1: <laughs> i'm gonna be like my mom i pay my dues but i'm not coming to the meeting i'll read it in the newsletter
0: I'm crying, and
1: you know what? I respect. I love my mom for that. Like my mom taught me, like we don't need to do all this. Give me the newsletter. Here's my dues. It, yeah, do what y'all want.
0: I would like to put it in my input. I'm not gonna care. Like I want to go to the meetings, but it's just like they can't be that long.
1: I'm totally. sending my wife to the meetings. I don't have the attention span for it because I'm somebody's going to talk about something, <laughs> stupid and I'm going to be like, okay, this is not. I don't need to be here for this.
0: I want to host at least like a fundraiser you know like a fundraiser and that'll just be my one fundraiser that's gonna transfer over to all the other years that y'all gonna ask me to do some shit and I say no and it's just you know it's gonna work like that I just think about like
1: bad moms like I don't want to be in some shit where like I'm getting ball and told for shit as punishment for not showing up because then I'm gonna have to come to your house right? and be like hey guess what I'm not doing that because you're not my mama all right, so
0: but yeah, tell, tell they ass at the meeting you can't volunteer me at anything because baby, when it don't get done, you no. But Taylor, because like, like I didn't show up,
1: I didn't show up, so I don't know that I was all told. So then I gotta come to your house and be like, hey, bitch, um, I'm not doing that, and now so I'm like, extra not doing, do doing it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like now I'm extra not doing it because you think that you're slick
0: and you ain't my mom. You <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah I feel that yeah. I'm a I'm gonna try to go to the meeting though, you know. I'm am I'm gonna try to do my best. Like I said, I'm gonna host like one event the whole time my kids in school. Other than that, don't fuck with me. Um, How about our kids go to
1: the same school so that you can go to the PTA meeting and you can just text me after?
0: Even though I feel like that's cheating in a way. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I went to the study group and now I'm giving her all the answers and shit.
1: Basically. You just like go and then just bring me the notes. Just go to the study group and then bring me the notes after. (laughs) Taylor, you know me. I'm going to be like, Taylor, I just got (laughs) off set. I don't really feel like hearing Barbara's mouth tonight because you know she's going to keep us in this meeting for an extra two hours and I got to be back on set at 5 a.m. and you know I'm not trying to sit over here.
0: I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have one of them moms uh, lit in a so Like, hi Barb, want to go to the wine tasting tonight? <laughs> you know what?
1: I'm just gonna remind myself: just eat a bunch of edibles before every PTA meeting.
0: That'll be lit. Yeah.
1: Why are you laughing at that?
0: Look at her face.
1: <laughs> Look at her face. Look at her face. Why she say Girl Scout cookies oh like that? Girl Scout cookies. Why she say that like that?
0: Oh my God.
1: Do right now, Cassidy. Move away from me. Taylor's going to get up in the middle kid. of the meeting and move away.
0: <laughs> Our kids going to be embarrassed as hell. They're going to be like, oh my God. I'm, I'm going to be like, you wanted me be. here.
1: I'm like, your auntie Taylor said I had to come. Now I'm here.
0: Don't say that because then your kids going to be looking at me crazy. Like, why would you say she got to go when she be high all the time? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, why would you do this? You know she don't, I'm like, you. then my kids will going to be like, my mama don't have no sense.
0: And I don't. And I never gets, said I did. I yeah.
1: You got to school on time, good grades, you know, dressed, put together, but if shit goes down, I'm going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Mom, sure mom said this about me. Tell her I said her mama a whole, her hair is uneven, yeah, fuck up. <laughs> and her pussy probably dry. Don't say that to your. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'll say that myself.
0: All right. Taylor well, just went through that. Cause I ain't got time for you.
1: <laughs> That's like being friends with me. You just got to be like, I'm. We're gonna ignore Cassidy. we <laughs> are
0: just gonna ignore it today. Um <laughs> So, let's get into our astrology segment. Real Um, (laughs) hippie-like. Okay, so it is Virgo season still. So, um, shout out to all the Virgo listeners. We We love love your your bluntness. bluntness. We love it. We love how I I read earlier today somebody said Virgo season cleanses our spirits, And I'm like, you know what? I fuck with that. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody needs a Virgo to say that's stupid or don't do that. That's dumb.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that. So I'm I'm fucking with it a little bit. Um <laughs> Not
1: you're stupid, but saying to somebody what you're about to do is stupid.
0: <laughs> right, right. So I also get the fuck out of my way. But you know, either way. <laughs> Y'all, I'm an air sign. I ain't without that restriction. Like, I, I, somebody be like, "Oh, that's crazy! Like, why would you do that?" I'm like, "Please move." Like, okay, if it fucks up, it fucks up. But at least I did it for it to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like somebody trying to stop me before I do something. Get out the way.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, fire signs, it's like, don't even say it. I already know. I already know. I know. You I'm know. that TikTok. We are literally that TikTok tock song. You ain't even got to say nothing. I already know.
0: That's why fire and air goes together so well because like <laughs> we just be like we know it might be dumb. We just don't care.
1: Yeah, I'll come. We'll come out like t- clothes torn out of the just destruction. Like that was pretty stupid. huh <laughs>
0: That was crazy. We ain't doing
1: we ain't that, that shit again. again. <laughs>
0: That was pretty dumb. All right, shout out to the Virgos. We love stressing y'all out. So, um, now the moon is in Cancer. Um, so the moon is at home in Cancer. The moon rules Cancer. So, um, at this point, there is going to be a very nurturing emotional tendency. Mm. Um, Expect to be a nurture, or feel very nurturing, or be nurtured by someone. That's the kind of energy that's out today. Stop. Venus. Stop.
1: <laughs> Stop. 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 Because that's going on in my life right now. And I
0: hate it. Okay. At some point, you have to get used to it. <laughs> I have
1: people around me who are trying to nurture me. And I'm like, knock it the fuck off.
0: That's just You gotta let it happen. You gotta let it flow. Let it go. Let it flow. Like. That's the thing with fire signs. They don't know how to flow. They just want to blow everything up.
1: Just boom. It's literally like, I'm trying to say like as a fire sign, it's kind of like, because fire is cleansing, mm-hmm. but you know how when fires burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fires burn and when they burn it's kind of like, it's hot and we kind of want everybody to stay back sometimes. Sometimes we don't know how to like, it's either like get back or it's like a warm fireplace and right now I'm in kind of my get back fire.
0: Yeah, like as an air son, I just kind of go with the wind and the wind be going everywhere so sometimes I be up, I be down, I be left, I be right. Who gives a fuck? Like I'm just having a time. <laughs>
1: See, I got water and air signs being like, calm down.
0: <laughs> and see, I'm watering here. I got hella Scorpio placements, and then I got hella Libra placements. So it's just, that's what I do. I just flow. Who cares? So, okay. And now Venus is actually direct. Venus is not in retrograde no more. So, yay. Praise God. Uh, <laughs> So with Venus going direct in Leo, our money is going to flow easier. You're able to move forward with love affairs. So if anything was on pause or you were scared to do anything, like as far as love Uh or sex, you Uh -uh. can definitely go forward with that. Uh -uh. I can't. I didn't make the rules. This is the energy. (laughs) like, ma'am, I just work here, ma'am. This is a Wendy's. Like, girl, that's company policy. I don't know what to tell you.
1: As per the policy, ma'am,
0: please look at this. <laughs> <laughs> per the policy, like, this is what goes on. I don't know what to tell you. It's so fun. Like, you know, It's I know it's fun for y'all to, like, listen to the podcast, but it's so fun for me to do it, because, like, I really get a lot of her innuendos that y'all don't because we,
1: <laughs> we talk outside of this. <laughs>
0: we're we're actually friends so I'm like Taylor
1: this is not news I need to hear right now and you know this is not news I need to hear right now
0: and so I just I very much enjoy like saying it's company policy because it's like I know it annoys her on a whole different level. It's so funny. I just stamped my foot So Jupiter is now in retrograde in Taurus. Um, so with this transit, it encourages us to pursue our dreams and to learn more generally, but also learn more about what it is that we want to pursue. So it's just mm. a, a much stronger energy, you know, there. Something like too bad or nothing to like, freak out about. It's more so like it's just pushing you to be more so that's okay. about all i have for the astrology segment so let's get into our topic for today so what is your definition of love hmm. i was thinking about this too um love
1: is an action to me um I am a person who I said all the time, words are bullshit. Like I'm a person where if you're going to apologize to me, you're going to apologize to me through actions. If you're going to love me, you're going to love me through your actions. Um, If you're my friend, you're going to show me you're my friend through your actions. So love to me too is something that it's, it's something you're constantly doing um, for someone. Um, And I do believe in conditional love. I understand it in the healthy sense. Like, I think that people go right to negatives, but I'm like, conditional love is based on, again, gratitude, appreciation of your partner, Um, understanding, like I said in the last episode, that not only did you choose them, but they chose you. So you Mm -hmm. both need to work to remind each other why you chose each other. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: feel like people often get so in the... um, I chose you. So you need to love me. And it's like, make sure you're also doing your part in the relationship. Um, Cause I do feel like some people are, want to be in a relationship and want to be the main focus and then neglect their partner and then get upset because it's like, well, it's about me. And it's like, no, it's about both of you. Yeah. That's why like, I, especially like, you know, in any relationship, but I I feel I do is one time when it comes to men that I am like a bit more sensitive, and because I do feel like a lot of them don't have a space to be vulnerable because I do see women that are like, don't nobody want to no know emotional ass, crying ass man and I'm like they do say
0: that and y'all got to say that
1: why would you say that? Like why don't you want him to be vulnerable to you? You know what I'm saying? I say that It would be unattractive. if my man started crying in front of me and I'm like see this is exactly, and I'm like but that's the shit that contributes to male suicide yeah when they don't have anybody to turn to because everybody's acting like they're weird for showing emotion, mm-hmm. it internalizes. And what do you think's going to happen? Yeah. So that's why I am like, especially during Suicide Awareness Month, like, patriarchy and toxic masculinity hurts men, too.
0: And we all contribute to it. Like Yes! yes, They came up with it. I'll, I'll give them that but we all contribute to it like that whole narrative of oh he's sassy like okay and like if that's who he is and that's how he act let him act that way you know what I mean but it's like we try to like stifle them or tell them that there's this box that they have to fit into in order to be a certain kind of man and yeah it's like no like there is no certain kind of man like we we gotta stop trying to limit them to one narrative because that's why they limit themselves to one narrative. (laughs) Like
1: Like, seriously, like I remember the other day, like somebody tweeted like, if y'all don't talk about y'all feelings, then what are male friendships like? And low key, I was like, what is an all man friend group like? Honestly. Because it's like y'all make fun of women or women friendships for talking to each other about what's going on in our lives. And I'm like, well, what are you supposed to talk about?
0: (laughs) No, my ex thought it was weird. That like my family would call me just to talk to me, thought,
1: but you know what? Very weird. That's when I'm like, heal, please heal, heal. He
0: don't he don't know what it's like to get a call from a family member and they not trying to get shit from you,
1: like so. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, it's like, see, you need to heal, my brother.
0: <laughs> need to heal, but also Did you like, thinking like I said, we got to stop contributing to that narrative, like you know, they have to act a certain way or they need to be, they need to serve a certain purpose. Like a lot of times men really cannot just be. Yeah. Especially black men. Like we have to let them just be sometimes. Like they ain't always gotta be the provider, the this, the that. Like they need to just be sometimes. Yeah.
1: I I love having male friendships because my male friendships I feel are very healthy like even though we might not go too in depth even with all of our feelings sometimes like it's just enough that I hope that they know like I'm a safe place mm-hmm. to feel whatever you need to feel I'm not going to judge you because I want you to feel and I'm glad you're and I'm honored that you would tell me what's right. going on with you and it's like as a woman like because I, 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 I as a woman I'm like I want to be a safe place for men as well because that's a part of breaking down patriarchy is that you know men need a safe place too they need somebody where it's like if you need a breakdown and cry. i've had so many boys come into my office and wail
0: mm.
1: and you know what it's a thing where it's like who the fuck would look at this child right now and go stop crying like i all i wanted yeah. to do is like come on it's all right it's all right like i'm over there just like get it all out like yeah, I always, yeah, like I have never looked at one of my boys, my boy students and been like, stop fucking crying. I'm just kind of like, this poor child is just hurting. I, you, I just see the pain flying out usually.
0: Yeah. I, I talk about it all the time. Like how, when I get male clients who are not coming in for, you know, couples therapy, but they came in on their own. A lot of times I'll just be asking them the regular, you know, intake questions that you have to ask them. and But a lot of them have never had somebody to ask them even these things that to us as therapists are basic. You know, yeah. but when we ask them this, they start to break down. They start to cry. It's like, you care about these things? Like, nigga, yeah. Like, what, well, like, what, what am I supposed house. to be doing here? <laughs> but they don't, they're not used to it.
1: Yeah. You know, so... Like, I feel bad, especially on social media, when guys are like, yeah, right, I bet you if I cried in front of you right now, you start judging me. And I would be like, honestly, I'd be like, do you want a hug? Yeah. I'm like, y'all think everybody is like that. But there are people out there that genuinely, like, if I ask, how are you doing? I do want to understand. I do want a real answer from you. So I can know, too, if I need to be thinking about you as well and check on you or let somebody know we need to check on you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there's people out there that really do give a shit. And unfortunately, there's some assholes out there. Like, if you are one of those women that are like, shouldn't no man be crying in front of me. You need to stop
0: that. (laughs) Or stop Stop talking to men. Maybe men men ain't your jam. Like, I don't know. (laughs) No, no. Because
1: you want to know Why? See, this is why I can tell when a woman is trying to just like experiment and shit, because she'll sit there and say, like, I'm not trying to deal with no woman's emotions. And I'm like, because you're used to dealing with men who don't show you no type of emotion. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So then you deal with me, a woman who will say right then and there, girl, you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And when you hurt my feelings, I'm going to cry because ugh, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> you need to know that. Yeah, you're going to be upset because now it's like there is no. Um stoicness it's you're gonna see immediately the consequences of your actions and words and it's like damn I actually have to deal with the feelings of my partner mm-hmm. like it, it dawned on me I was like oh you're used to dealing with men and you're not used to dealing with real raw emotions you get with me you're gonna deal with real raw emotions <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's why I don't
0: like that whole. I'm tired of niggas I'm gonna go I'm gonna go fuck with women it's they I'm over there of- please like you're still gonna deal with emotions as a matter of fact you're gonna deal with more emotions like at some point you probably should have just decided maybe i'm gonna care about somebody other than myself like that was the solution
1: <laughs> yeah that's what it is it's not that you need to switch to women it's just you're selfish like some people i'm like some women i do hear them talk and i'm like you sound so fucking selfish yeah
0: I'm get you.
1: Yeah, the relationship is about you. It's not about anybody else but you. And that's has thing that can go for gay, straight, whatever relationships. Like, mm-hmm. love is not just, it's about you and your needs. It's about you meeting your partner's needs too. Even in arguments. Like, I tell people, I'm like, you all trying to, I'm like, a lot of y'all don't know how to communicate. Because y'all be busy trying to hurt each other's feelings worse than the other person. Yeah. But you never talk about what actually upsets you all. And then I said, when you go into a conversation with respect and wanting to understand where the other person, when you want to understand where the other person is coming from, yeah, the conversation might be difficult, but it'll be more productive than being like, fuck you. Well, fuck you. Fuck you too. Fuck you and your mama too. Well, fuck you. That's why. And it's like, but we didn't even talk about what made y'all mad in the first place. Now y'all extra Mm -hmm. hostile Mm -hmm. and it's extra hurt feelings. And we still have never gotten to the bottom of the problem.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And that also brings me to like my personal definition. I drew it in like a triangle, Mm -hmm. and so so I I kind of got it from like when we would um look at certain concepts in grad school, and they would have it drawn in a triangle. So in the middle of the triangle is the word mutual, and then at every every um corner of the triangle. Are the words support respect and consideration and so mutual support mutual respect and mutual consideration and i think that's what love is because you you have to first and foremost respect each other like to me there is no love without respect like, y'all have to respect each other. If y'all don't respect each other, you you can't sit up and tell me you love me. I don't fuck what Nobody say, like, <laughs> you, that, that motherfucker don't love me. He don't respect me. Like, what? And so then, mutual support, I feel like that's that's deeper than, like, you know, just, and not, not saying this isn't important, but I'm saying it's deeper than just um, supporting each other's, like, you know, endeavors or, you know, careers, whatever the fuck. Also supporting each other emotionally. Like we were just talking about, like if somebody starts crying in front of you, it's not for you to be like, you know, I don't want to be crying in front of me. Like, you know, like really be there, support that person. Like if they're opening up to you and being vulnerable to you in that way, you should support them and be there for them. You know, and mutual consideration to me is like, listen, if I'm going to make a decision and I know it's going to affect this person, I should think about how it's going to affect them before I make this decision or at least talk to them. Yeah. Before I make a certain decision. Yeah. So, And I think that should come from both ways. Like you said, it's an action. So that's why like every word that I have on each corner is an action because love is an action. So.
1: But you know what, too, I want to say when you talk about vulnerability, vulnerability is a sign of trust. It is. So when somebody is being vulnerable to you, especially if they cry in front of you, because we don't cry in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. like I'm definitely one of them people like, if I'm about to cry, I will shut myself off to the world because I don't want to see people see me that vulnerable. Yeah. I don't. So if I cry in front of you, that is the sign of trust. That means that I trust you to see this part of me and not do something to abuse it or something. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Like, I trust
1: you to be, I trust you in this moment to handle, I will allow you to handle seeing me this way. Um, And so I will say, like, if a partner is that vulnerable to you and then you make fun of them, you're violating trust. Now that person's like, now I know I cannot trust you with my raw emotions.
0: Yeah, and it's like, if somebody, like, opens up to you, becomes vulnerable with you cries with you and that's not something that they usually do with people and then you in turn you know pick on them make fun of them as a result weaponize it, weaponize it you know like I'm not trying to justify cheating but I'm, I'm so serious I feel like that's why sometimes people step out because I'm like if they decide to stay after you do some shit like that they're going to be feeling like they want to retaliate and some people retaliate by cheating or you know, yeah, some, some people go and seek out that that vulnerable space by cheating.
1: Yeah. That'd be a good topic for us to explore.
0: Why people cheat?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know my experience, like, because people know, like I am very merciless, but Taylor knows how I grew up and my father was a serial cheater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also it was mine and my mom's fault why he cheated quote well, that's what he said but like? i i'm thinking about it and i'm thinking about the cheating like the cheating of women who might be in a domestic violence situation yeah you know cuz i'd be like well shit if you're scared to leave but you meet somebody that becomes a safe place cuz the person at home is abusing you that i mean happens. i get it that happens a lot yeah Yeah, like I've realized like I have to even have grace with that um, because I know I've had my experience. um, Someone I suspected cheated on me before. Um, And that's because I was coming from somebody who genuinely was communicating and trying, but they weren't communicating with me. And it's like, well, damn, I can't fix it if you just gonna cheat. (laughs) Right. I can't fix it if you won't even communicate with me. But I guess you know. I think about it. It's like you aren't meeting someone's needs, and then two, you are refusing to communicate. But I'm also someone who will just break up like that. That's also me.
0: That's a. But I've
1: also never been in a situation where I felt like I couldn't leave either. Yeah. For safety reasons. Yeah. I haven't been in that situation.
0: I've I've been in that situation where I felt like I couldn't leave for uh, safety reasons. So. Like, that whole situation, like, I definitely understand that concept of, like, well, I'm going to do what I can, you know, to feel some type of freedom. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, I've definitely been there before. Because it's like, you know, you're not that kind of person. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't feel safe here. I don't trust this person. I can't be vulnerable with them but there's this other person who provides a different kind of space. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The older I get, the more life is gray. Um, gray is <laughs> I'm such a, but I Again, I'm such a person to like, I think it's because again, I've been in situations where I think after growing up the way I did, I've always been like, ain't nobody trapping me nowhere. I'm out.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's just me, because I've always just been like, "If I don't want to do this no more, I don't want to do this no more."
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I also know, like I've never felt like my safety was, je- was in jeopardy with a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. So. Uh-huh. But you <laughs> But it is a thing though, like I have to say, like relationships, if you can't be vulnerable with your partner, then it's like, well, who can you be vulnerable to?
0: Right, because think about how close of a proximity that is. Because I think a lot of people don't get that. First of all, emotionally, that's a very close proximity. you letting people in very close to you emotionally. Then on top of that, your romantic relationships. Y'all can end up living together. Y'all can have kids. You know y'all know, you fucking
1: saying? on the regular.
0: Fucking on the regular, on top of that. Um, y'all merging, if y'all get married, you're merging finances, you're merging assets, that's a certain type of vulnerability too because think about it, if y'all get divorced, y'all gonna have to divide that shit down the middle. And some people might have put it in more than the other person and you still gotta divide Mm -hmm. it in half. So it's like, that's that's vulnerability because I trust you to not take this from me. You know what I'm saying? So that's vulnerability. And so you really... (laughs) In romantic relationships, that's a different type of proximity. That's a different type of openness to one another. And that's why I don't treat it lightly. Because I feel like you could lose so much just going into that type of situation with the wrong person.
1: But you know what my favorite love stories are? What? The people who got married, got divorced, and then got remarried again. Down the line. (laughs) Right, like I gotta get like them. The together. people I'm mm-hmm. like, they love. I've been like, y'all better not break up ever again.
0: <laughs> they had to get it
1: together. They had to get it together. Like those are my fast. I'm, like, I'm like, I sound like, and you know when people are kind of meant. Like I do think there are people that are meant for each other. Mm-hmm. And those are the people where I am like, all right, look, you two need to be together because. <laughs>
0: Right. Cause ain't nobody gonna deal with your shit but that other person. You just go like
1: together. you two just need to go you two just go together.
0: Just go together. Your energy just go together.
1: I would be so irritated. I'd be like, heffa, how you just okay. We getting back <laughs> together. I would just love for my friends to be like, y'all so annoying.
0: You just gotta accept it, yeah. You that's how um the characters in your book annoyed me. Like I was like, these bitches don't just get together, like what the fuck is wrong with this?
1: but it's kind of funny how that art imitates life
0: I'm telling y'all go read what would it be it's not on Amazon anymore why would you not have it on Amazon
1: I unpublished it it's not available right now I've shelved it indefinitely I had to heal from some shit Cassidy went through some traumatic things And she is now in a better place and is working on making a fresh copy. I'm going to edit it again, make sure I c- clear any typos. I'm going to have, like, I'm just going to redo the inside. The cover is perfect. I just want to do redo the inside, like, the meat of the like the font and stuff like that. I will republish it, um, but Cassidy had to heal for some shit because Cassidy was not happy for a little while. <laughs> well, you
0: need to speed it up. I just advertised it. So... Okay. <laughs> Taylor's like,
1: God damn it! Yeah, they need a... to read it.
0: They need to I'm
1: read it. A... Tell about to do like a one woman strike. We want the book. We
0: want the book. I am because I read that. That book was good. I loved it, it. So I was like, well, thank you. Yeah, y'all need to read that shit. It's gonna piss y'all off anyway. Who cares? So okay, we've both defined what it is that we believe love is right mm-hmm. so have you ever accepted anything less as love yes that's why
1: I'm single right now <laughs> yes because I've consistently accepted less than what I deserve and that's why now like I'm kind of in a place where I'm just like you do not accept anything because my problem is that I've always been in a position where it's you do accept whatever it is. You know, like, again, the way my father showed me love was is that here's the bare minimum that I do for you, and that's all the that's all the love I need to show you for you to feel love. And if you don't feel love from this bare-ass minimum, you're fucking uh, ungrateful. You're ungrateful. So I was, yeah. I was raised to believe that, like, as long as the bare minimum happens, that's all I should ever ask for. And I was always taught, yeah. you need to be going above and beyond for the other person. Because how my dad was. Yeah. I had to go above and beyond for him, um, tiring myself out, be willing to put up with so much disrespect, but mm-hmm. there was never any rectification on my end. So, like, I've gotten into a lot of relationships that reflect the way I grew up yeah. um, friendships, relationships where it was me taking care of the person and the person never, never
0: reciprocating. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like making simple requests for, I want to do this for my birthday yeah. and just it not happening
0: oh that's a stroke nerve because no it's like seriously man, I feel you know doing that. like I
1: want to do this for my birthday and then just the simple thing like I remember one relationship not even a birthday dinner you know what I'm saying no romantic outing anything and like I remember like I was just kind of like this is so ridiculous. Like, all I asked for was to do this, and we couldn't even do that. Not a horror movie, not a planned cute date, nothing. Like, it was, I'll tell you the more in-depth details privately, but it was just one of those things where it's like, holy fuck, like, you can't even do the bare minimum of what I asked for. hmm And I knew then, like, we need to break up because I was just like, you're not going to ever, I'm taking care of you, I'm going to be going above and beyond for you, but you will, I know you're never going to make the extra effort for me.
0: Yeah. I I definitely feel that, and I also feel like, you know, my childhood kind of played a part in what I accepted, too, because like, I accepted a hell of a lot less like, less respect, less consideration, Mm -hmm. you know, less support, like, it was crazy, like, I was in a relationship where I received damn near no emotional support. Like, I remember being like sick. Like, I was hungover. I was like throwing up and shit. And like, I remember him yelling at me as I was throwing up. Like, like what the fuck? Yelling at me, talking about I'm making shit about myself. Oh and, wow. Yeah, like I'm being selfish. And da, 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 wow. Da, da, da. I'm like, so sorry. I'm sick yeah yeah (laughs) what an asshole i am for being sick seriously i remember putting up my own decorations for my grad party for my master's like when he said out of his mouth he's gonna do that i never told him to do that i never forced him to do any of that i didn't even at first i really didn't even want to have a party because i felt like he wasn't gonna do it right in the first place but he said he was gonna do that and then I'm like, okay, it's literally the night before. It's like eight o'clock. Like, nigga, all the shit is here, but it ain't. ain't No balloons blew up. You ain't pre. You ain't prepared no food. Like halfway, you know, you you prepare shit the night before. He ain't did none of that. Like, I'm like, so what's tea? Like, are you gonna put something together? What? Oh, I'm. I'm trying to, you know, put together this blackjack game with my friends and blah blah blah. Wow. I'm wow. Like, so if you was going to do that why you wouldn't just let me do what I wanted to do in the first place for my my masters like this is my shit I'm trying to celebrate I already was going to put something together and you said you were going to do it for me then you changed your mind at the last minute like motherfuckers don't want to see you win like hate when you win yeah. and you live with it's... them <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah I mean I tell people all the time like, why do you hate your birthday I'm like because my dad ruined birthdays constantly like that nigga would be mad at my mom or I for having our birthday. Mhm. Like mad at us because there's a day not about him. But guess what? He'd make it about him or shit. Like just having relationships where it's like um like I remember having a partner where it was like I had a rough day and I asked like, "Hey, can we have a phone call and just talk?" and she she was like, "Oh, well I'm seeing a friend later, so I'll see if I can call later." And she did not call later. Oh damn. And I'm like, God damn. Like, I can't even go to my girlfriend when I'm going through a rough time. Yeah. And so people That's are like, like, why like are you single now? But it's just a thing where I'm like, I don't want to be with nobody where it's like, I'm with you. And it ain't even that there's no support. I'm doing all the support. There's no support from you. I'm supporting you constantly. Like, I'm like, it comes a point where it's like, if I can't, if I can't, if I think, no, nah, I can't call my partner. I'm going to just call my friend. We shouldn't be together. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, that shit gets exhausting, especially when you are doing exactly what it is that you would want them to do for you. Like, that's it. Yeah.
1: And I've been in a lot of relationships where I felt like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You are doing not Nothing. shit. Nothing. <laughs> like, you just. And then, like, I don't know. Like, I've had girlfriends where they mad at me for being myself, you know? I had one girlfriend she told me she said you know I said yes to you being my girlfriend to being your girlfriend because you were nice but I really didn't want to be in a relationship Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like making it seem like it was my fault yeah and I'm like I'm okay you just just put a gun to her head and told her I I did not put a gun to her head at all took her to dinner after (laughs) all cute and shit I'll never do that shit again tell you what I'll never go out of my way like that again (laughs)
0: All right, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. And I'll come back to my finish. Okay. Okay. Okay, my next question is, uh, for both of us, do we embody our definition of love? Like, how we defined it, do we embody it? Um, I'm
1: still working on that it's part of why like I'm still I want to be single someone's being like no she fucking doesn't that bitch cries herself to sleep at night okay red pill shut the fuck up get off the podcast
0: red, red pill Jesus
1: <laughs> I'm just saying like if you're a red puller, piller, or a, get the fuck off our just turn it off get off go listen to one of those assholes do not listen to this we are not the podcast for you shut the fuck up I'm telling I'm telling you right now shut the fuck up I'll fuck your mom anyways
0: um, oh my no, because they pissed
1: me off. Like, cause no, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck off the podcast. Go listen to a po- go find a therapist and shut the fuck up one more time. Anyways. Oh
0: my god.
1: But I'm single because I'm like, I want to make sure that I come into my next res- my next relationship, not damaged and paranoid and distrustful. Like, I don't want to be the song Icebox by Omarion. Listen. Because the song Icebox <laughs> is an unhealed person in a relationship they shouldn't like that. be in. My heart. <laughs> like I'm this is how I know like I'm healing because I'm listening to the song and I'm like, Well motherfucker, why didn't you heal first before you mess with this lady? Like this poor woman is probably looking at him like,
0: Well, I didn't do it. No, but honestly, like that's the thing. <laughs> y'all y'all need to leave people alone. Like people, y'all get so caught up in this social media shit and trying to prove something to somebody. Like, okay, well you know I'm with somebody after the fact like that's why I don't like like the idolization of celebrity relationships because they feel this pressure somehow of like you know well if three months later after a breakup now I have to be seen out with somebody else it's like nigga you just broke up with such and such five minutes ago like me personally I would like to see you single like you popping out with this person that person is making you look very hurt to me like it's, it's the opposite of unbothered and it's crazy Work. because other people would see it as like oh I'm unbothered I'm, I'm not doing shit no that person is very bothered because why they can't be by themselves
1: people be mad as hell at Tracy Ellis Ross because she be single and enjoying her life
0: listen they be oh like I bet
1: God. you that lady crossed herself to sleep at night I would be like I bet you she got plenty of people in her DMs thirsting and she is like I'm good love and joy like, I'm why do y'all want me to a be miserable while they single so bad?
0: Having a ball, like I like that. Like, be single, be by Tia Mari Been enjoying the fuck out of her life lately. Like, and I'm, right. I'm so happy for her.
1: Like, it's like, okay to be you by do. yourself.
0: <laughs> motherfuckers be trying to hop from this person to that person okay now I'm in another relationship that I'm not the problem because I can get somebody you know nigga you are the problem because you keep bringing the same issues from this relationship to that relationship And, and and honestly these problems I got nothing to do with neither one of these people these problems started in your childhood and you have not taken you know that initiative to resolve them and that's the thing,
1: too, is in my previous relationship, it's part of me. I'm part of the problem, too, because I realized, damn, anxious attachment. Because I kept on looking at that lady like, when's she gonna flip on me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the part of the problem. I was like, I need to be single because I don't wanna be with somebody that I feel like I can't trust until I can feel like I can trust somebody. Or if, honestly, if I feel, until I can feel like this person can betray me and I'll still be okay. I need to be by myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like with my last one, I think my issue was just, you know, I was still in a place where I wanted to feel wanted. Uh When he he showed me that he wanted me, like he he was very um, intentional about getting with me. So he had no limits, he showed no kind of like hesitation. And so for me, I'm like, I'm not used to that. So that's why I went for it. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. he's he's definitely showing me all the signs that he wanna be with me. So what am I supposed to do? You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Not even
0: thinking like somebody trying to get with you the same weekend that y'all met is probably not healthy. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, well, like, don't you, you know. want to get to know me first? Yeah, like but see at that time I'm not even thinking. I'm just like, well, he must like me a lot. Like You know, we got to be careful what we take as a compliment. Like, sometimes people are nuts. Right. (laughs) You got to think like that. Um, But as far as, like, do I embody my my definition of love? I'll say this. I do struggle with consideration sometimes because, you know, in my past relationship, I definitely gave a lot. And um, I'm very afraid to give too much again. So, Mm -hmm um I struggle exactly with how I feel yeah so I'm, I'm scared to be too considerate of another person because I'm like okay if I consider them too much in my decisions am I living in my full truth you know so yeah I, just, I struggle with the consideration part sometimes
1: um and that's me too like I do too much too fast um and I think that that comes to, like, being raised by a narcissist. Like, I was not taught how to love properly. Like, I yeah, was taught, yeah. I was shown love bombing. I was showed, um, I was displayed love bombing. And I've done love bombing before. Not trying to be, like, in a narcissistic capacity, but I thought, I'm going to shower you with love and gifts because yeah. we are together. You thought that's and what you they personate- to do. Yeah, like, I remember my first girlfriend, we were together, and I booked her a spa package. Like, I booked her a spa at the Palms uh, Palace Spa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so irritated just thinking about that, because I'm like, know. what a dumbass. <laughs> but, like, if people say, like, what kind of partner are you? I'm like, if you're with me, I love, like, I and I do stuff, because she said, like, I mistrust at work. And so I said, okay, I'm going to book her a massage at the Palms Place and then we'll go out to dinner after. And she was not doing none of that shit for me. She didn't do not nanry, not one thing on the same level as
0: me. Yeah. Um, here, like with him, he, you know, he was the first person I dated with a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to spill these things. I don't know if they listen, but who gives a fuck? Who so gives a shit? They're not going to fight his, us. His <laughs>
1: Look, you know me. I'm like, you ain't gonna fight me.
0: It's a whole nother level to that joke. (laughs)
1: Okay. Because it's they not gonna fight, they not gonna fight you.
0: Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Um his daughter's first birthday. He couldn't (laughs) he could not afford a gift for his daughter. And so his daughter's first birthday gift from him is actually from me. I bought it. Oh wow.
1: Yes. you was embarrassing yes that's and... some blue face type of shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah cause he pissing me off right now y'all and we all know why no blue face why don't nobody call CPS like do we not know where immediately
1: what's, what's I, my CPS? whole thing is that I'm like I want to call CPS but I don't know where this man's address is
0: yeah we need but. book I mean, I feel like if we just call them and be like blue face, they know who it is. They can find where he stays. Like, I feel like we just all need to team up and call CPS on our own. Cause I'm not even trying to joke. Like, they are really
1: abusing that child.
0: Abusing that child. Like, that boy got a
1: freaking Wayfair race car bed. If I'm making money like that, my child finna have a memory foam mattress with whatever fandom they're part of in the most tricked out room. You, c- my baby, gonna have a better room than I am. Hello, I'm gonna be wanting to be in my child's room. Ain't no way I would be having my child living like the way they have they have that little boy living.
0: Mm-mm. He deserves way better. He's such a sweet little boy. You could just tell. Like he, just I want to take him home. Once. He wants them to be better than what they are, but he knows he's he's not going to get that from them, and it's sad.
1: It's booty cheeks out here. That boy is like, I just want some Slim Jims and an Xbox. I said I wanted the Xbox, daddy. Didn't nobody say nothing about no damn booty cheeks.
0: He's so little.
1: That that video makes me mad every time. I've been putting that video in that man's uh, comments the whole time he going off.
0: Did you see the video of him telling the little boy he's gonna go and fondle his mom and he left him alive to my watch my kid? Watch my kid while I go fondle his mom. And got the nerve
1: to tell Chris Sean, Take care of my son or Jaden gonna raise him. And I'm like, This man is evil. He's Baby, so I'm evil. not
0: raising nobody. And by like, the time not... she she done with you in court, she gonna have both them babies. Same when he said
1: <laughs> I'ma get custody, I was like, In what world do you think a judge is going to give you custody, you nigger?
0: I'm like, That's how you know you do lose. It depend on because it depend on where they do whatever they do as far as the kid. But I'm telling you, if if they do that shit in Cali, I'm like, First of all, you already lost in <laughs> California. But if you I do was her attorney online. If I was her attorney, whoever <laughs> her attorney they going to have a ball.
1: I'd be in my office laughing every day. I would just get on Twitter and be like, just DM. I'm like, please DM me all videos y'all can find and just yeah. I would just be on Twitter just laughing my
0: ass off. <laughs> and that's another reason why I can't stand like that people want to put everything on internet cuz Baby, even if he delete all that stuff, it's still on the shade room. It's still the on internet is forever. It's still on Zeus Network, whatever they do. It's still on all these different, you know, public arenas. To the point, like you, you're not gonna be able to get away from what you do. And so, he's sitting up here trying to tell her he's gonna take custody of these kids. No, he's not,
1: nigga. You fought her dad upon meeting. Like, don't nobody want cut? No, like. Blueface, I feel like this is one of them things where it's like the holidays at mama's house versus the holidays at daddy's house. Mama's house got order. Daddy's house is just... Lord, the baby smoking black and miles. Teenagers walking around with 40 ounces.
0: And this is where I advocate for single motherhood by choice. Because... (laughs) (laughs) When you go to the sperm bank and you had your baby by yourself, you ain't got to worry about sharing no holidays. You ain't got to worry about no ignorant ass baby daddy. You ain't got to worry about none of that. All you got to worry about is securing your village and making sure your baby (laughs) got care on all sides. I
1: ain't never heard a baby who was conceived through a sperm donor say they hated it.
0: Well, you know. According to people I've been talking to, apparently my baby's gonna be lonely without a dad. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> what? What that's what
1: I heard. That's what I heard. I, I had heard. a dad. I wish he wasn't there. <laughs> so there you go. Wish that nigga wasn't there. Him. I should I wanted to leave when you was about four, but I didn't. Me in my head, god damn it. Boy, I wish you would have spawned out.
0: Listen. So and, and granted, like that's the thing though. I love my dad. My dad was here. I love the shit out of him to this day. And you know, like but even but even my dad <laughs> told me these niggas are unreliable. <laughs> have your own shit. Do not depend on none of them because they're gonna let you down every single time. And to this day, his words have never been a lie. Look, oh, y'all. I sit up here and be like, "Oh, people, people who think like that—they're fatherless." My dad is right in the next room right now, and he will tell me the same shit to this day.
1: Look, as somebody who had a between the two of us, Taylor has Russell Wilson. I have blue Blueface. <laughs> If you want to know the stark differences between fathers, I got like a future slash blue face daddy. She got Russell Wilson.
0: My daddy is the bomb.
1: My daddy took me on dates with him when he was cheating. So oh, no. That's why I'm a little bit with cheating. That's people be like, why are you mad at the other woman? I'm like, some of y'all ain't never had your daddy take you on dates and have the side chick mad at you for existing before. But never mind.
0: <laughs> listen, that man did that on Pose, on the show Pose. And the, the baby ended up telling on him she had said something, what she said? She said something about another gift he had got but she didn't get. Oh, He had to lie and say oh. that the gift was for her, give her the side chick gift. It that's what you so
1: funny. That's what that nigga get. That's what, get. that's what you get. That's what you get for looping the kids in that because why are you trusting the child with that kind of shit? First of all, kids are some of the most honest people you will ever meet. That's why well, I like kids. Because that's the thing about it is, the, if the kid says it out loud, they
0: 100% telling the truth. When a kid deserves something, they gonna say it.
1: Y'all swear kids be lying so damn hard. I'm like, kids see everything. And the problem is that because y'all tell them to shut the fuck up, y'all ain't listening. Me, the adult, I'm like, hold up. Come here, baby. What did you say?
0: <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: Kids give you all the tea. They'll tell you who cheating. They'll tell you who doing cocaine. They'll tell you who be drunk all the time. They tell you who always got people in and out their house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So and so always come over and he be smelling funny and be eating all my snacks. (laughs) Me, who you be got? Who you got in this damn house smoking weed in front of the baby?
0: (laughs) But okay, so to get back to the to the original point though. So I bought, yeah, I bought his kid's first birthday gift because he couldn't afford it. And then um also, you know, he he was real big on tattoos. He does tattoos and shit. But he didn't stop, stop,
1: stop, 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 stop. Because I was over there one time. He was? When he was doing a tattoo.
0: Was it bad or something? Why you tell me to stop? (laughs) No, because I'm laughing, because I remember I'm like, stop, because I remember he used to do yes. Yes, girl. And I offered to pay for um, pay half of his internship so that he could get licensed. And I just said, just come up with your half. He wasn't paying bills. <laughs> ah. So he could have easily saved that shit. And he did not. And I had my money. My money was ready. And I was going to pay half of his internship. And I was going to help him to get you know fully licensed or whatever. She wouldn't do it. And wow. so, wow. I was like, I did a lot for him. I was very prepared to do a lot for him, but I also did a lot for him. Like He loved jewelry. I used to buy him jewelry all the time. I don't recall him doing a lot of that for me, but. <laughs> <I should laughs> but, he could, call. <laughs> but he couldn't, though. But he did. He did. I'll give him credit. He did buy me my coach purses whenever he could because he lo- He know I love coach. But. You a coach, you girl? Know, I'm a coach girl I like it yes girl my grandma got me on coach real bad so yeah like all that stuff I used to I used to do I'm like I didn't really get it back you know like and he knew I loved coach he knew I love he knew the type of stuff I like and a lot of stuff I love don't cost money but you know that consideration of okay she she likes this and that you know it, it just wasn't there Even though I considered, like, okay, he likes this and that, he cares about these things, I'm gonna do these things for him. You know, he didn't do that for me. So that was the whole point of that. Yeah. So that's why I struggle with consideration because I'm just very afraid of being in a position where I'm getting so much more that he ain't really doing the same. Yeah.
1: I feel the same way. Um, me was trusting is something big because I want to feel like I can trust a person, and I think because I do like older women, I know I'm like I need to come correct,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's why I'm so like, you need to work on your fucking confidence right now, baby. Like that's what I'm doing like every day is like no, you gotta. I'm watching myself talk. I think a lot of it like them TikTok filters are so rude, but TikTok it was like what do you need to say goodbye to? And it said saying you need to say goodbye to thinking you're not good enough
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and it really like fucked with me because i'm like okay tiktok is a little scary because that's how i feel like Mm -hmm. i'll crush on someone and i'll be like oh my god why the fuck would they want me like i'm so immature like why would they want to be with me and i'm like cassidy this is part of the problem (laughs) (laughs) you think you have to overcompensate and that's why I love bomb. Cause I realize I'm like, I overcompensate because I secretly don't think I'm good enough because of yeah. how I was raised. And I'm in my head. Like this person would choose me without doing all this bullshit. And they chose me because I just showed up when I was myself. Why do I think I need to do all this extra? Exactly. And I'm like, if I'm going to do it, do it because it's something that I want to do for that person. Not because I think that I need to prove to them that I'm worth keeping. And that's where I'm still operating.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I, th- I could definitely relate to that because I feel like that's what I was trying to do because mm-hmm. I, did, I did feel very unworthy at the time of like him choosing it. And like now that I look back at it, I'm like girl, you was getting your masters. This motherfucker ain't even had look, no shit. like listen.
1: When you put it on paper, when you put the
0: shit on when paper, when you put it on paper,
1: it just don't add up. <laughs> <laughs> if two plus two was four, and four plus four is eight, what the fuck is what the this? Be <laughs> oh. Simone, we love you. She is funny. I There's a reason D. she's Simone. on Wild and Out. She wouldn't just be there for nothing. That girl is funny. She's hilarious. What the fuck is this?
0: I'm so, looking for uh, my girlfriend. I'm looking for a boy or a girlfriend. Just, yes. I'm just putting out the bad signal for everybody.
1: You know what? And that's the thing, too. I think about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have two degrees. I have a film degree, too, technically.
0: Yeah. You do got a film degree. What the fuck you mean, technically?
1: It's a certificate, not a degree. It's a certificate.
0: Don't give a damn.
1: But yeah, I have like three different degrees. I have three diplomas, two of which, one of which is in my office. And the other two, I actually don't know where they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know where my master's degree is, y'all.
0: How do you not know where your master's degree is? So, okay, I feel like you and me is kind of low-key in the same boat. I know where mine is, but I have not framed it yet.
1: My master's degree is not framed, framed. My uh, film certificate is not framed. My bachelor's degree is ghetto, ghetto is like ratchetly framed in my office, sitting on the floor. It is not
0: hung up. My bachelor's is in the frame that they gave me. Like the thing that it was in when um, we walked and we got it and then they sent us the real one. I just took the fake one out and I put the real one in that same frame.
1: You better than me. I didn't know where my high school diploma was, was for over 10 years.
0: My mama didn't got it, like, so they Over kept it percent. or whatever. I don't know why that was, and I'm like, y'all didn't go through all them 30,000 years of people annoying shit out of you, but whatever.
1: No, so, my mom, God bless her, she said, I got it, because I knew you ain't no good.
0: Oh my God. My mom <laughs> because I knew you can't be trusted. Yeah, I feel like my mom was My mama probably thought I was going to lose it. And honestly, I probably was.
1: The day I get a PhD, my mama going to be like, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll frame it. My mom, I'm just going to hand it to her. Because I know I'm going to be like, well, now that that's done.
0: Right. Yeah. So. But yeah, on paper, it was just crazy. I was just like, where I am on paper versus this man? Like, there's no way I feel unworthy of him. But I did. So. <sighs> but you live and you learn. So,
1: abusers have a funny way. Narcissists and abusers have a funny way of knowing that you are twice the shit that they are, but making you feel like you ain't shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's exactly what happened. So, I'm
1: way cooler than my dad. He was just a hater. A hating ass nigga. <laughs> hating ass nigga. Why is it always a nigga? That our biggest, I, both of us have had a nigga that has been our biggest hater.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, mine was my ex. My dad, that's like my biggest cheerleader. Like this nigga, this is the person where I know if I'm not in the room, he's still talking like big shit about me. Like, yeah, my daughter got a master's. The fuck you doing? Like, he just
1: <laughs> hell no. Nah. My daddy do not like me. My dad liked me when it's convenient. My dad was telephone. My dad told me that um. My dad told me when I had pimples growing up, oh he God. told me people was talking about me all the time. My dad made fun of my weight. My dad was always talking about I look like a dyke because I look gay. Oh my uh, God. He was talking about my classes and shit, but I would be like, weren't you... Never mind. I ain't gonna say that.
0: Um. Oh my God. My The only thing my dad was like annoying about was just the whole, when I was growing up, and the whole like lip gloss thing. He was just like, nah, you too young for lip gloss. Then when I got old enough, like you're too young for lipstick, you're too young for this and that. Like he just didn't want me to grow up. Like, I don't know what that was.
1: <laughs> oh, he just said daddy's girl. He wanna keep her, her his baby, his baby as long as he can. Right. No, nah, my dad would like girl, girl right. it up. A hoe. <laughs> my dad would just play games. My dad would be like, Girl it up, then I would get too cute. Then he would call me a hoe and say I was trying to be a hoe. Oh my God. Um no, I kid you not. I quote, my dad said, alright, yeah, it's my fault that you do drugs, get drunk, and have sex with white boys. Wow. He said that.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's
1: nice. yep. mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I'm single. Because we aren't gonna come in damage. I've gotten past a lot of that, but it is the thing where it's like, I think about that and I'm like, what a fucking hater now. Like, now it doesn't hurt my feelings now. Yeah. But now I think about it and I'm like, what a fucking hater. Right. <laughs> You mad because I have more Riz than you without, like, wrecking. Is that what it is?
0: Right.
1: Hating it. Ugh. Hating that, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> so what's the moral of the story?
1: The moral of the story is come into relationships correct. Um, heal people. Like, it's okay to be single for a moment and get your shit together. Because it, you can leave a relationship very broken. Like nobody is saying you're a bad. Like it's, people are so. I'm unbothered. You know what? It's okay to be bothered. We're human. Shit bothers us. Exactly. Shit bothers us. I will. Being unbothered means like you don't let petty shit get to you. Like somebody acting a fool in public, and you just like, girl, bye. That's a good unbothered.
0: Mm-hmm. But you
1: didn't got cheated on. This person then abused you and shit. Please be bothered. You should be bothered. Supposed, that's bothered. If
0: bothersome. you're not bothered, I'm scared.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what the girl, I'm like, I'd be looking at people like I'd be crying and throwing up right now, but okay. Um and that's the thing. Taylor and I have been bothered before and we're working on being
0: <laughs> <laughs> healed. We are working it's some on shit it. that's happened to us that had bothered us. <laughs> yeah. We're working we're working on becoming unbothered
1: by these things. Yeah. People want to be stoic. And, yeah. People want to be stoic and just want you to know like, come into a relationship, like no matter what happens, I still love me for me. Mm-hmm. And I want to be with somebody that compliments me with an E. Compliment. You two add to each other's lives, not take away. You know what I'm saying? Basically. You know, love is about doing, love is about showing. Um, It's so much more than a feeling. Like, infatuation is nice, but love is something like love comes from a place that I can't describe, but you know when you feel it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, my Marla story is basically define love, like, create your own definition, and then require it. Like, once you define it, don't accept anything less than that. Mm -hmm. But also, make sure you embody it. So. Okay. It is now shot o'clock slash tote time. So I just want to say cheers to love. Yes. We love love around here. Yeah. Cheers to the action of love, not just the idea. You know. Okay, so let's get into our songs of the week. So, my song of the week, um, okay, I don't know if I can pronounce this. Okay, Brew, Ria by El Gran Combo de Puerto Rico. So, I I, told y- all, I was in my lap. Rico. Yes, yes. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yes, she said it better than me so i I didn't take Spanish, y'all, so, um, I was in my Latin bag this week, so I was looking at I have a playlist for everything, so I was looking at my Latin playlist, y'all, and I had like two songs on there. I was like, no, can't do that. So I'll go looking for songs, and I landed on like there was like a big playlist, like a Puerto Rican playlist, this stuff, and so. I put it on the playlist and this I came across this song and it's so catchy and I was playing it last night too while I was cleaning. Girl, while well, my dad come out salsa dancing, it was the funniest shit ever.
1: But, oh my god, that is the funniest thing. <laughs> dads are so funny. <laughs> dads are some of the funniest people on the planet. Like dad humor is a gem.
0: It is. I love dad humor. My dad is but my dad hilarious though. Like, oh my gosh. Like I remember I was talking to him about dating one time and he was like telling me about like how guys think, whatever. He's like, Yeah, that's how niggas think. I know, because I'm a nigga. And I was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. For all my dad's faults, my dad was always saying, Cassidy, men are nasty. (sighs) That man consistently told me all my life, men are nasty.
0: I, know I, I grow up and I'm I like, no, nah, he right.
1: They nasty as hell. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm like, y'all be like, oh, she act like that. She must be fatherless. Like, no, I definitely have a dad, and that's why I don't fuck with none of y'all. There's, there's the line.
1: <laughs> I'm like, no, I had a father. I knew what kind of bullshit y'all was on from jump. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that's our song of the week. What's your song of the week?
1: Uh, my song of the week. On theme is if you love me by brownstone.
0: If you love me by brownstone. I love that group. If you love me. Ooh, I can't sing. <gasps> sing.
1: That's the song. If, if you, you want, want me to do it. it. Yeah. If you Ooh. need me, prove it. Period. Mm-hmm re did a little cover of it. That's the, the OG, OG and the superior, superior version. version.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't care about chicken nuggets.
1: But yeah. we do fuck care
0: about brownstone. We fuck with brownstone. Fuck say it. We fuck
1: with if you love me.
0: And that is on period. Okay. So let's get to our quotes. Um, my quote for this week is the question isn't who is going to let be. It's Who Is Going To Stop Me. And that is Ooh. by Ayn Rand. You still there? Yeah. yeah okay. There. Um,
1: yes. So this is from the movie Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, and mm-hmm. it's the scene where people choose the wrong people to date. And he says, "We accept the love we think we deserve." Ooh,
0: that sticks with amazing. me.
1: We accept the love we think we deserve.
0: Because mm-hmm. we do, though. Yeah. So, if that's if like if that's any indication, you need to work on what you think love is and what mm-hmm. you think you deserve. So, it's not about, oh, pick different men. Because you know how niggas always, well, you don't pick the right ones. It ain't about that. It's about deciding within yourself what it is that you think you deserve. Mm-hmm. From that point forward, you can't fail. All right. So, please send in your entries for the friendship advice column. You can send it in on Instagram at Wine Weed Whispers Pod and on Twitter at Wine Weed Whisper. Uh, we're accepting entries all season, so just send us your stories, uh, whatever, and we'll read them on here whenever you send them. All right, but if nothing else, um, I'll say this love yourself and be kind to yourself and to others. Drink your wine, drink your water, love each other, all that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. And we'll see y'all next time. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.